The following podcast is a Dear Media production. That's it's a theme Tuesday, song. and we're back. We're back. This is That's So Retrograde. Which they know from the theme song. We're your hosts. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, I'm Stephanie Sambari. And actually, we should say my name is because we're more than our names. That's true. So my name is Elizabeth Cott. Mm, my name is Falcon. Hello. By the way, that shit is fucking everywhere. I know I've said this in the last like four episodes, but it's really intense for me because people keep sending me all these different like Instagram things. And I'm just like, I'm starting to feel like I should be cashing in on this whole Kylie Falcon situation. Give Adidas a call. Yeah, let them know. And then Haley Baldwin was a part of it. I'm just like, oh, I sent you cookware from like a burger oh, yeah, joint. That's, that's true. So <laughs> outside of pop culture. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. called Falcon Baked. And I, I was like, oh, I wanted to order it. It was so this cute. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the Falcon is a symbol. I know. To what we have yet to it's just some really sort of, identify. We're just all channeling this like majestic beast. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling. <laughs> I love that you say channeling because today we are going a step further mm, the, in in the shui of it all. Well, I feel like we should just say walk the voice shui. that you hear, walk the shui, <laughs> is the voice of our resident shui expert, Miss Megan Wallace-James, who, after our first episode, was just... It was an onslaught of questions. So many questions. Which is I'm incredible. Like meaning loving we, it. We activated yes. something within everyone. Mm-hmm. And so as a, what, two months later, kind of, yeah. month and a half? We thought we would like do that, yeah. a full episode of listener-fueled questions all relating to feng shui. Love it. Um, and, you know, you, you, you gave a beautiful overview to your philosophy of modern feng shui in the last episode. So if Thank those you. of you who haven't heard that, definitely dial it back and listen but um one of my favorite things that you said was that uh we using our space is uh, a tool for manifestation and in that it's a a living vision board and that was so poetic thank you no it's a complete portal and i think what's really interesting for me sharing this work is that the work you know i'm not driving i'm riding this whole modality Mm. is really taking shape and i don't know where it will be we're starting here using a tool called the bagua which i know some questions were on clarifying that so i want to take care of that but it's not to be confused with the bagwan (laughs) which is osho in that documentary (laughs) no P.S. My six-year-old is like, Mom, when you come to school pickup, you can't say the words feng shui to anyone. He like thinks it's like this really embarrassing thing. I'm like, there's people all over the world wanting to talk to me about feng shui. He's like, not at kindergarten. Oh, so, my God. He's like, Mom. Mom, you're so embarrassing. I know. He's like, you don't dress like the other moms either. And he I was like, that? Yes. My God. You're like, you're welcome. Well, I am. In a, I'm <laughs> I you know I don't so it's <laughs> it's okay wear my shirt when I when I take the kid to school but um no I think what's what's really fun here is that it's just it's being co-created with with all of these interested people and yeah. you guys and it's just I don't the know amount does that of, make sense yes. it's just kind of what what is it it's it's a way to interact with your home and so I really want to just start this by saying um I don't want anyone 
to get too fixated on what's right and what's wrong. Mm. I want to remove the language of duality and that and this kind of any layers of superstition. I get a lot of people who will write and say, I read 10 different things. Okay. And really the way I see it is if it feels good to you and it's working for your life in your home, then that's what's right. Right. There are not these I don't walk around with crystals and ribbons and I just don't use those things. And so I just want everyone to feel really calm and safe and truly partner with their space, make it this vision board and just keep peeling back the layers and moving forward. Like you guys are doing so beautifully. I mean, it's really fun to see you how your space is. Have... But you are a fucking savage. <laughs> <laughs> no crystals. <laughs> you come in and you're like, no, 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 no. But you're saying no because you know that we can't. That's why I think that saying if it feels good is like a little bit too gentle. Okay. Because we need to like be real with ourselves. Like it's easy for people to think that it's good. That oh, I feel fine, but they're just not. Well, that's where if, if you can do the one-on-one -on -one work, it yeah. is really case specific. The way I see the energy, but I really tried to pick questions where I thought a lot of people could yeah. take little nuggets yeah. away and. Yeah. Um, what is going before we get into the listener questions? I yeah. just have a question. Yes, please. In order to feel like we're in a space to connect with our space, mm -hmm. what's like the number one way that you would say to help? Like, say someone's like, okay, I know something's not right here. How do we get in that zone? Like, just mm. sit on the floor and open ourselves to the guides of the house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm starting to see some very concrete phases in the work. Okay. Um. And I think that'll be the book or the course, or I don't know what it is, but I really think the first step is just giving yourself room to breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, we can, we live such hectic, crazy, busy lives. And I know that when um, I went through my divorce and I got this really dreamy little rental that wasn't a smart choice for so many reasons, but what it was, it was this empty Zen space. And I felt like I could just breathe and come back to myself. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it has to be that dramatic as a divorce in a new home without any furniture in it. Right. But if you can just, what are the blocks? We all know, I have so many clients who say, I know you were going to say that. Right. I know this is a problem. I know I need to do this. And that's, I think, a huge crux of the modality is listening to that voice. Mm. If it is asking you to um, empty a closet or change or get rid of this chair, I mean, we don't know. I always say to my clients, we don't need to know the why of that yet. The metaphor will reveal itself. The epiphany will come. Mm. Let's not let that stop what needs to change. I love if that. You, I had this amazing session last week where she said, I know the front door needs to be in a whole new position and we have the budget to do that and we have the architect lined up. I just need someone to be here and listen to me and tell me, is this make sense? Wow. And it made, I'm getting chills. It made so much sense for the plot of land, for the home, for what the family is calling in. She knew that, you know, I didn't show up and say you should move your front door. Right. And that's, we all have those little things. So like, what was it? Like, you know, you just said before we, you said, I have to get to this garage. If yeah. I can take care of the garage, my new home will appear. Yeah. Elizabeth, ha you have some very concrete things too. Yes. And like a desk with just... a burn mark and a clear chair. Like that's, you know, you know. It's time to get, get rid of the things that I bought in my early 20s. It's and just, and or we don't that need came to over know. when I moved yeah. to LA. 
and I think it's hard to say I'm going to let this go, but I don't know when I'll have the the right. money or the time to get the all new. I'm really I love the empty. I think there we go. That's the room to breathe, mm-hmm. right? Listen to the hit, do the thing, take the purge, embrace the fucking empty. Like we we truly need so little. Mm-hmm. If we have some food so and water and a shelter, and your mattress is on the floor for a few months. That's okay. That that can be sexy and fun and invigorating in its own way to get really stripped back and bare and just get in crazy intuitive alignment because you don't have all these blocks of clutter and crap and negative emotional triggers that... You said in um, the last episode that clutter gives the message to the universe that you have more than enough. Absolutely. I mean... So good. I, I don't know who doesn't want love and money right and then the place is full so love and money are abundance you know where where is it supposed to land and so get rid of it Mm -hmm. and then trust it to fill in might Mm. take a few weeks might take a year but at least you're living in clarity and you can kind of take i don't know i'm just so sensitive if i have an emotional trigger over something it, it bothers me every time I see it. Right. So if you can take that away and just give your system a break. And for Steph, for instance, like you're trying to call in moving. And Megan, you gave such a great uh, piece of advice in that get rid of all of the things that you wouldn't take with you. I have so, like, so many clients ready. who want to move. They don't know yeah. how or when they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. These, these are big moves, right? I, I love our home. I'm grateful for our home. But I want to call in the home that I'm going to raise my children in. In LA, that's start packing. <laughs> right. So start going through what wouldn't go in Dream House, even if we don't know what Dream House is. And they're like, yeah. oh, none of this would go. Okay, we can't get rid of everything, but uh, what pieces can we let go of? Or if you knew this needed to be repaired before you moved, or you always wanted to have this reupholstered, or just to act as though and, and get it. Oh, you're but it's give, more I'm getting than that. Like, I'm getting like personal anxiety knowing that I've been avoiding the garage and like. And it's we all like have that thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, fuck, it's, I can like feel that shit on me right now. Well, I shared an Instagram story that um, a lot of people were were messaging about, and it was letting go of my art book collection. And, and it's not anti-book at all, but I... We're pro-book here. So pro-book. But I had been carrying these books, some of them for 30 years. I mean, um, everywhere. I moved so many times, and it had so many different phases of life in it. I'm now living in probably the smallest space I've ever lived in, and I love it. And I just, this, these books don't go in this space. They have so, there's like my vintage, Elizabeth and I were talking about vintage and the energy of that, and they had so much energy on them. And I knew it was a block. I didn't really know why. And it didn't make sense to let go of these beautiful books that have brought me so much joy. But when I went through and I just looked at each one and I said a yes or a no and I let them go, I mean, so much has shifted even mm. since that. It was such an emo- emotional process. And um, I still don't even really know what it means. Maybe it doesn't mean anything. Right. But the fact is, it's been hovering around me for years to do this. And I finally just did it. I love that. Freed up, actually, I'm sure, not just emotional space, but physical space. Because those art books are... Yes. Girthy. Yes. Okay, so let's get into the listener questions. Since okay. this is what this episode is dedicated toward, I'm sure we could continue to yes, yes. talk about our personal <laughs> forever. Okay, so Anna K. Payne. Hi, Anna. Thanks for writing in. 
asks, what are good resources to learn more about Feng Shui? So last episode, I talked about a book that one of my mentors wrote called uh, Move Your Stuff, Change Your Life by Karen Rouch Carter. I think books are great. E-courses are great. But I honestly think the best thing you can do uh, in my school of thought with feng shui is to take evening strolls around your neighborhood. There's something about that witching so hour. So romantic. No, I'm, I'm, I do it twice a week and I feel like I'm behind if I don't. Mm. To just really take the time as the sun is setting and walk through your neighborhood. I actually wrote an article about this in Human Shift. That's this new magazine. Um, I think it's on stands now. But it's you can tell so much from the homes. You can tell right away which homes feel loved, which homes feel neglected. You can look at the quality of light. You just see things in a different way. The homes really talk to you. Mm. And I that's I really I've I've moved to a walking neighborhood in LA two years ago. It changed my whole view of things just to to be working with feng shui, working with this energy, and then to have this kind of laboratory of dialoguing with the homes. I, I mean, it's hard to explain until you do it, but it's going to turn on just a new way of seeing space, home, flow. It ties in the landscaping and the light and the way the cars are parked and what's in the yard and what's going on in the home. And you're going to have all these light bulb moments. And then when you get back to your home at the end of your stroll, you're going to see things in a whole new way if it was if it was a successful stroll. It's just, it's really poetic and magic. And I think in that same line is just looking and listening. Mm -hmm. What we were talking about, I don't know, a minute ago, listen to your home mm. and start to to meet it in that space and really you guys are about to go to New York for a bit right so then you'll come home after not being home for a week or so when you walk into your home do it super consciously mm. really look and you'll be like what is that what we just don't see things until we see them and what I'm learning from my clients is once we learn to see them we can't unsee them and that's where that transmission happens so where they can take the work and run with it using the space around us as a tool for learning and inspiration rather than going to a book but there is a good book there's a good book i'm gonna write a good book too but i think what i want everyone to <laughs> yeah, do is are. put down your phone yeah look around um look when you're driving i mean it's all feng shui right it's all space and relationship to object and um just start to really be observant of our environment. Don't tune it out. Don't always have on headphones, on your phone. Um, look and, and, and see where that gets you. Okay, yeah. next question comes from Kristen, and she says, I would love to better understand how apartment feng shui mapping, so she's referring to the Bagua chart, works and where I can find reliable resources to help guide me on this quest. Um, well, me, I, I'd like to be a reliable resource for folks. Um, I use a Western Bagua. It's on my website. It's on my Instagram. Um, just to quickly explain it, it's a map that takes a room or a, or a home or a piece of property. It's really micro to macro, and it divides it into nine equal-sized areas. And you enter into one of the first three. Your front door is always in wisdom, life path, or attraction. And then you orient yourself from there. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, that's it. And then you can start, to, and why I like this modality is that it's very user-friendly. Once you get it and you can walk in and orient yourself, 
you know where your love corner is, you know where your abundance corner is, and you can start to work with the colors and the material elements. And at least, you know, some people will be like, fuck, you know, my laundry room's my love corner. But then they know it and then we can, you know. So what would you, let's say that is the case. Like, what would you do to to cultivate some love in a corner that's more tactile? Um, I mean, there's a lot of things tricks we can do and we can um, redeclare things I'd say if you're just on your own accord trying to make the best of it that should be the most beautiful efficient laundry room possible mm. um, non-toxic chemicals storage within storage you know clean floors it just just make it sparkle you know we need these utilitarian zones in the home everybody has that one area where they're like my bath I think someone actually wrote my bathroom is in fame. Fame is um, a fire element. I call fame legacy, but it's a fire element. Bathrooms are watery. Um, that's the case in, in my home. So I painted it like a really warm color. But we need bathrooms. We need laundry rooms. So just making those rooms as purposeful and as on point as possible. And then you can stack. I think that's another question later in here, but maybe we can get to it now. Um, I think Alex D., asks how to work with a space when an entire section of the bagua is missing or doesn't align well with the purpose of the room. So it's exactly that. So what you can also do is in each room, lay out the bagua and supercharge that missing corner of each room. Mm -hmm. So say love is missing, um, go into every room, find that back right corner, the love corner. And I don't, you know, don't make it ridiculous. but each love corner should have some earth in it. It should be cleaned out. We should have signs of duality, harmony, yin and yang. Maybe there's two plants there. Um, so then you're activating the love of each. And then you can go outside if you can and access that missing corner and just kind of declare sacred perimeter, use some landscaping. Um, or say, you know, my bedroom is, is where the love is happening anyway. So I'm going to really activate that for where it falls on the bagua as well as for love. So it's just, that's, this is the part where we get into dialogue with the home and we really declare what needs to happen and we just make a decision instead of playing into fear or superstition that, oh my God, this thing is missing. Well, how can we make it right? I've looked online before I met you mm-hmm. and you got this and, to, mm-hmm. and I've looked up like feng shui charts and there's many that are much more complex looking than this. Yes. So I feel like that might be part of the confusion, too, is when people take it to Google and they're like, whoa. Well, I mean, it's, we, we pulled some tarot cards before this and you look up definitions of cards, you're right. going to get 20 different things. Right. It's the same with feng shui. I really tried to make it simple and elegant and doable. Um, a lot of the classically named bagua, uh, guas have, you know, very long names. I just wanted a word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean to you? Yeah. How does that feel to you? Yeah. And it's a really deep science. You can take it back to, you know, different members of the home, different times of day, different body parts. But on mine, I just tried to keep it simple to start. This is the yeah. name. This is a general color that works well there. This is a material element that works well there. And I'm really big into use a real material element not a picture or a symbol of the element mm-hmm. if it says metal like get some real metal let's give love to one of our partners today let's do it the star of the show let's just say the in ever our lives. supportive 
Thrive Market, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for existing, guys. Thrive Market is a revolutionary online marketplace on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. It's basically like online Whole Foods that you can afford. You can shop for thousands of best-selling non-GMO foods and natural products, always at 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. Mm. If you check out the Thrive Market brand products, they are the highest quality ingredients at even more affordable prices. I've been using the Thrive market brand cleaning supplies in my kitchen lately smells so good smells so good and it's a very large thing of dish soap which i appreciate because i use it to wash my hands a great price yeah they've got non-gmo food snacks vitamins supplements personal care products eco-friendly cleaning supplies safe and non-toxic beauty products kitchen staples home goods organic baby food kid products and much much more all shipped straight to your door for a discount, which you know we are all about. And if you spend a certain amount, you get free shipping, which, mm. as we've said, no more paying for shipping. I am floored by all the things you just said, and it's like I'm learning about it for the first time. So because Steph and I are such huge fans, we thought we'd just highlight a product each that we're vibing on mm. right now. You go first, my friend. I'm just excited that Thrive is stocking things that are products from guests that we've had on the show. Mm. And um, two that I'm really just like loving are A, they have RMS, which we've talked about, which is like such a huge pickup. The if you can order grail. your dish soap and your concealer in the same fell swoop. What fell swoop? I mean, <laughs> what else do you need? I really don't know. But they also have fucking Charlotte's Web. They do. And I've been dropping Charlotte's Web. Yes. Oh, my God. And that is not a cheap product. That is not cheap. It's high quality, folks. And it's great. So I've been really digging on the mint, the chocolate mint one. But then I also got the olive oil version. Mm -hmm. And when I make salads, I just like Like drip a little tiny on my salad. I'm like, why not nourish myself and relax? And be chill. Yeah. Um, I am loving, especially we're about to travel, Beekeepers Naturals has a propolis spray. Is it propolis or propolis? Unclear. Mm. But, you know, either way. Finding out. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find you guys. out. We'll let you know. So that's really great for your immune system. Mm-hmm. And I've used it when I've been getting sick, but I've been thought, thinking, hey, we're about to travel. Get ahead of it. Get ahead of it. So, um, big fan of that. It's nicely discounted over at Thrive Market. And then you can get a further discount 25% off your first order and a free 30 day trial membership. Head over to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde. Wow. And uh, you're all set. Guys. Again, that's thrivemarket.com slash retrograde. Head over there, 25% off, free 30-day trial. Live your best. You're going to love it. And we love you. Namaste thriving. Mm. So with the Bagua, we begin um, the mapping the chart based on the entrance to the room or the home. Correct. Um we have a question asking what if there are two doors in a room, which do you base the Bagua off of? Right. And this comes up with homes and it comes up with rooms as well. And with homes, unless I can really be convinced that it shouldn't be that the classically designed front door shouldn't be the front door, then we go off of that. And that's where I really encourage the residents to use their front door. So say it's a mom and she's got kids and groceries and she's always coming in through the garage. I tell her, hey, at least once a week, when you don't have the kids and you don't have the groceries, walk around and really honor your front door by coming in 
and really look at what your guests see and mm. what the energy mm. sees. I can always tell when someone's not using their front door at all. We've got cobwebs. Maybe the light is out. The mailbox looks really sad. There's dead bugs. I mean, really use it. Check in on your home and the landscaping. Um, and then within your home, um, what is the intended entrance of the room? Use that. And, and you know, this is, this is where um, I think the one-on-one work can really help if there is some big confusion we can we can get together and come up with a plan to really declare what's going on homes are like anybody else i mean i'm a mom of little kids they just like to know what's going on uh, my kids do so much better when they know the schedule they know what's expected they can they can i mean they can cooperate or not but at least they know kind of what is going on our homes are the same way mm. so if you have a home with a lot of doors or multiple front doors Declare what's happening. Give the home a map. Let the energy follow suit. It can really be that simple. That's great. I like that. Okay. Um, Melanie wants to know, when you move out of your parents' house but still have a lot of clutter and items left that are living in a closet, how does that affect Shui? How does that affect us energetically? Yeah, Melanie um, sent that as a direct message, and I just wrote back, what do you think? (laughs) And we know, we know that feeling. Um, I had left home at 18, and my parents chose to ship boxes of my personal belongings to to me right after my divorce. That's what's in my (laughs) Thanks, Mom and Dad. (laughs) I know. I'm like, uh, excuse me, I don't want this pillow from when I was two. Well, it's, it is very, this work gets so emotional and yeah. it, it took me about a year to open those boxes. And I mean, I think we all have complicated childhoods these days, but yeah. mine was, and going through that, um, I had to be in a good mood, very patient, gracious, inquisitive, and just really take my time with it. But it was actually a deeply healing experience to go through that some really kismet strange things happened after that with Mm. kind of a high school me too moment apologizing um doing some deep healing work with my parents as a result of just really looking at it with fresh eyes too and not all of the stories that we tell but i really encourage everybody don't scatter your energy around the world if you have things in storage units at siblings homes at parents homes at some point just account for it if you're going to keep that, if that's sacred to you, it should be under your roof. Yeah. I want you to have full harness of your life force energy. But what if our parents just have like so much more space than us? Like, what is it doing there? Like old photo albums and that sort of thing for me, like I don't have the space for that, nor do I want that in my L.A. home. But like, well, then it's just it's chilling the consciousness into it right right like it's not some kind of emotionally loaded landmine you know what it is you know where it is you know why it's there Mm -hmm. that's a different thing than i've got a storage unit filled with stuff i don't really remember what's in there okay so i have i have a the, the thing that she's talking about which is like and what you had too where my parents sold my child at home Mm hmm they separated neither of them want any of that shit <laughs> it's sad for yeah. i move i mean but this happened to me five years ago and i was like okay of all this stuff i packed two boxes and i was like just keep these and then my dad shipped them to me i'm like i live in a one-bedroom apartment like i don't want this but that's why it's in my garage and so yes. i don't want to i know i need to go through it and go and like take mm-hmm. one more level of purge but in my in my perfect world i have like one like big container mm-hmm. of all that stuff and that's, that's exactly it. what is I that did. okay 
That's what I did. I actually went to. I have this thing against plastic, but I, I got like do. a a memory box type a thing. Bin. Yeah. And um, I said, whatever can fit in here stays. That's what I'm gonna do. And I just was ruthless with them. You know, I don't need every picture of every high school dance in cross country meet. You know, I kept. <laughs> I know, cool kid, but yeah. um, I kept what really made me feel good. Yeah. Also, yeah, not what made me sad. Mm-hmm. And we know right away is this a positive memory. And then just trusting, I really have this belief that we don't need the magic talisman to remember the memory. Mm-hmm. I see this a lot with breakups um, and divorces and positive things too, but it's like we're keeping all of this because if we don't have this dress, for example, we won't remember that party. I just don't believe that. I think right. it's it's taking up space for the new memories to come through. If it was a really magnificent memory, you're going to have it sure. no one can take that away from you but so just one box like just a reasonable sized thing for I mean, stuff i like accounting for everything that's in in the box in yeah. the contents of it that yeah. feels good and like manageable and like if you keep it and yeah, i think no, it's kind it's to yourself to keep well, like, one it. thing yeah it's not you're not honoring it in you know cardboard boxes in this no. hot summer out in your garage no i'm not it's covered in cobweb. That's why I haven't gone out there because I go there and I'm just like, oh my god, it's like a dusty and, cobweb. And then you have to wait till you can really hold the space to to handle it. I get why it happens, and there's always yeah. circumstance, and everyone wants to talk me into agreeing with their circumstance. And I'm really like, it's your life. If that feels okay to you, if you need a storage unit, but it fine. feels like if you're asking the question, you probably know the answer in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah. That, that's why I call you a savage because you're just like a, re- a reflection. Well, it helps. Of what I it helps know. to have a partner with this yeah. stuff too, who's not attached to all of it in the same right. way you are, and can look at your body language, listen to you talk, parse out yeah. what's going on. Yeah, and then hopefully, you know, just help you find the internal inspiration to do it, as opposed to I never want someone to say, and I always beg my clients in partnership not to be like. Megan said we had to do this because that's just not something I will do. Yeah. Um, it needs to be a yes to you. And that's weird energy to have it to have in your home. Like she made me do it. Like what? No. And that gets back into that's childhood stuff. Yeah, right? Too, totally. right? But there we go. Really weird. So this one is interesting. What would be the effects of unfinished and unused spaces in a home? So I guess maybe like, for instance, that we all have. Um, if there's enough space, like, a, I know my parents had this, just like a room mm-hmm. where the junk would go to, or right. like in like the mud room where like people just like throw whatever haphazardly. I mean, there's so much I could say about this. I think it really gets back to where does it fall in the Bagua? If you're having issues and when I tell you where it is or you look where it is and you're like, oh shit, then we've got to get it activated. I think there can be a really magical component to unfinished spaces if they don't become dumping grounds, mm-hmm. if they're given a name, they're given a purpose. So if it's an unfinished basement and you can't afford to finish the basement, that's not a terrible thing. Yeah. But have it function, have it be clean, and just set an intention of what you would like to happen there and work towards that versus, you know, and, but as you do this work, it is very helpful to have a place where you can kind of make the shit pile for a little bit and scale you until you don't need that anymore. But um, 
it just really depends what's going on in life. Where does it happen? But I think there's so much magic that can happen from really feeling into the potential for a space. Mm-hmm. And in the space as a whole, too. I've had a couple of clients recently who are in their single girl apartments, in relationship, want to take the relationship to the next level. We really partner with the home and task the home with that next phase. And then it happens. And then they're not there anymore. So it's this what are you telling that empty space Mm. or what are you telling the space that you're in that you don't really love but it's where you happen to live right now how can you activate it and help partner with you to get to the next stage you want to go to so it can be a lot of fun to play with those spaces that's great um and then bringing more light and good energy into a smaller darker space from dana yeah i'm um i think well one you know, clear the energy. I have a recipe for a salt burn that I just stopped doing with people for insurance. It's like an open flame. <laughs> I know, I've had I it. I love it. I think it's so powerful. Please do it carefully. Um, just opening up the windows. Let's get some fresh airflow. Also, whether or not you rent your own, giving yourself permission to change out a light fixture. This is such an easy upgrade. It doesn't sound easy if you've never done it. It's literally like $50 to have the handyman install. You just did this. Tell yeah. tell us okay, how so you did it. I've always been a big proponent of changing out um the light fixture just because it's an, a really cost-effective fix. It can change the whole upgrade, vibe, upgrade, brighten the whole. So what place. I did is I had I I bought two new fixtures from IKEA, but then I had my existing fixtures, I rearranged the placement of them. Yes. Um and it just made a world of difference and because I did so many of them, my handyman cut charged me $25 to install each and little little like changed your apartment changed the whole space yes yeah, so you don't need a licensed electrician if you get a, a new fixture that's wired for wherever you live and then you get someone to pop it out it's literally like unplugging a couple of wires replugging in wires maybe you want to patch up the paint or get a dimmer switch installed again these are and we talk easy, about metaphors affordable that's an elevation. Hmm. The light literally goes up. It brightens the whole space. Bright eyed. I mean, there's so many metaphors. And then you can take the light fixture with you when you move. Totally. Buy something you love. Take care or of. Or you can what... charge your landlord for it if they want to keep it oh, in. I did that too. Hello. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> also, like um, more energy, like plants. Mm-hmm. I feel like can change a vibe in like oh, a small absolutely. dark space. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good one. Yeah. Window treatments. Yeah. A good clean. Also, you are a proponent of painting. I'm really into painting I right like now. That's cool. Yeah, I'm having a love affair with Portola paints, and um, the most gorgeous pigments I've seen. It's stunning. So good. So it's, it's a family-owned company um, here in LA, but um, they ship all over the place. But um, color. Um, I'm just falling in love with color as I do this work, but in you know, in a way that serves the space that's going to. And oh, we talk. Oh, there was a newlywed question. I love newlyweds painting. If one's moved into another's home or they bought a new home together, giving yourself a whole fresh slate mm. and then really infusing some romance. If you guys wanted to paint your initials on the primer, cute. I'll put Reiki symbols under my. I mean, that's a little stuff that you know is there. And yeah. so it's really sweet to walk in there and know what's under there and those are those little 
life hacks that I think infuse such I love joy that. into That's a great. space. Yeah. Okay, what about if you feel Carrie um, asks, what do you do if you feel negative energy coming from a neighbor's home which you know about. I know a whole <laughs> lot about this. Yeah, I've, I've experienced, this is a real thing. I and think a real we problem. all have this. Yeah. I mean, okay, cover your bases, do some shadow work, right? Like really do some writing, mm-hmm. clear out any of your own stuff first, but then we can work wonders. Let's just peel back on that. What do, okay. you, what do you mean by that? I mean, I think it's like, really... My neighbor scares me. What do you write down? No, it's just like, why is it triggering safe. you? Right. <laughs> is it like, well, safety issues is a safety yeah. issue. Like filed like an official report. Oh boy. Level. Okay, put me on but the But he's spot. gone now, so okay. it's all good. Right. What I did is I, yes, I used a selenite crystal. I put it on the window that faced... And also filed a report. <laughs> like, well, duality. Mean, I mean, yeah, feng yeah, shui yeah. is not a replacement for right. medical care or, you know, calling calling 911, right. for goodness sakes. But I just had, um, I think I started working with this client about a year ago, and her apartment faces a very loud restaurant on Melrose. And the smells and the noise and the cigarette smoking, and the, she, she just, all of it was felt like such an assault. So what we did inside her... Um, room was to change out the whole window treatments. Really, if we can't erase it, that's there. She's not going to move. Make it just look like this dreamy, safe wall. We also took a huge ass mirror that we had taken down from another part of the house and behind her dresser. So facing out to the restaurant, we faced the mirror facing that way. So all the negativity of the restaurant was bouncing off the mirror. And this is the stuff where as an Mm. engineer, I'm always like, Oh, is this, why are we doing, you know, is this okay to do? This yeah. feels hokey. Yeah. The restaurant ownership changed within two weeks. He came over to apologize to the tenants of the building. Wild. Made a new code of conduct. I'm always chills. I know. And she hasn't had a problem since. That's so crazy. She kept the mirror there. Like the mirror lives there. That's great. Wow. So there's a lot you can do with landscaping. There's a lot you can do with kindness and conversation. Yeah. There's a lot a you can do with mirrors and just looking at I mean I have two kids I know why my neighbors get annoyed so I work with boundaries within my home and for the and really try to take ownership instead of being like whoop I have kids like big deal you know deal with it I think it has to be a two-way street with neighbors and that's where oh you know they can be mirroring Mm -hmm. some of what's going on with us too so really just if you can own your part of it and you can declare sacred space with crystals, with landscaping, with mirrors, you know, with some smoke medicine. Um, and But obviously, if it's a safety thing. I think also that out. consciousness is infused in it, as, as with everything you've discussed, just like having a deliberate conversation with your space and knowing um, what like you're Anita's trying to get out of it. had a role. You want this to be yeah. s- create a safe atmosphere exactly. and like follow in line with with executing that but also like just regular human kindness too like i have a downstairs neighbor who's was very just like reactive where like every time i'd walk around she's like yes texting me in all caps it sounds like i'm screaming and jumping on the floor and i'm like i'm literally just walking around and there was like a while where i was getting really like mad at her Uh but then every time i would see her i would realize that like she had a lot of her own shit going on and she didn't really know that she was coming at me like that and so like started like doubling down on being like really nice to her and then if yes. I did want to like 
jump on my trampoline. I'll like text her and be like, hey. Or I'm having people over tonight, FYI. And I just started like overdosing on like being nice. And she's been like so different. And she also like retired during this time. So like whatever was going on with her has like dissipated. She was like a high school guidance counselor and was like wanted to kill herself. It's I'm I'm so fortunate to get to be invited into all of these different lives and everybody is dealing with a lot yeah we all are no matter what it looks like on the outside and so just having that pause and compassion for you know it's very easy to blame someone else it's very hard to turn it around and and look at it yourself Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, what? You know, it's really exciting. Tell me. We're welcoming a new partner to the show. Ooh. I know. Come on down. It's fashion forward. I was really slow to the uptake with the online shopping thing because I need to like touch things. Right. As we've learned from human design. Yes. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun browsing this website because I can wrap my mind around what these clothes will look like on my body. What's the website you ask? It's called Carbon 38. Hello. Carbon 38 is a performance fashion e-commerce site that curates brands that blur the lines between workout wear and street style. I mean, I know that I am always in the position to want to go from my workout to have a drink, but then I'm like, can I pull this off? And the answer is yes. And now I you can. can. It's exciting. I like to wear workout clothing um, even while not working out, mm. such as right now. Mm, yeah, it's a real like uh, manifest your destiny type real, of moment. It's a real gal on the go vibe, you <laughs> yeah. know, that I am fully here for. It's also like I'm probably burning calories. So Carbon 38 has a beautifully curated selection of thousands of styles offered in athletic, ready-to-wear, footwear, accessories, you name it. It's a very fun to look on this they site. They have their own and line. Shop. Yeah, totally. They have their own line and then they also carry 66 other brands in all of these categories like Adidas, um, Nike, they have Stella McCartney by Adidas, they have Free People. Monroe, LNA, so like your comfy, cozy t-shirts and sweatpants Ugh. along with... How many like co- cozy sweatshirts was I sending you yesterday? So many. I'm like, you need this, you need And this. I will say, so I ordered a pair of um, Stella McCartney for Adidas Ultra Boosts and I wasn't loving shoes. shoes. Okay. Wasn't loving it. They like didn't fit awesome and I had the easiest time returning them. It was like a seamless situation, which for me, like I need, not only do I want the delivery to be effortless, but then also the uh, return, I can't be like bothered. Obviously. That's Obviously. mostly why. I've, I don't think I've been to the post office more than five times in my Going entire post, adult life. Post office is my least favorite thing it's, to do in the world, which was a problem when I owned a retail website. Yeah. Um, but we can talk about that we, another time. We digress. Okay. And don't forget that Carbon 38 has their own line. They have the best selling Takara leggings, which are really cool. They look like leather pants. They have like a liquid finish. Yeah. They're sexy. Again, free returns within the U.S. If, if something you like is out of stock, you just select your size and sign up for a notification when it's back in stock. And they offer new arrivals daily from the top luxury performance fashion labels that we all love. So if you head over to Carbon38, that's C-A-R-B-O-N-3-8.com, use promo code RETROGRADE, we're going to give you 20% off. That's carbon 38 Dot com with promo code retrograde and you will get 20% off of your purchase. Namaste, cozy and work in it. <sighs> yes. This is an interesting question. Um, how to feng shui with a partner who is not that into it and is also a pack rat. Oh, don't have a partner who's a pack rat. How about that? <laughs> this comes from Kelly. 
Yes, mm. I mean, yin, how much of a pack rat? Yin and yang. So I've had, I can only count on one hand, the couples who have worked with me together. Mm-hmm. And it's like precious when it happens. It's, but usually, um, you know, I'll use a heterosexual married couple as an example. The wife will hire me and she'll say, my husband knows we're doing this. He's, you know, he's on edge. He's, you know, not that into it. And so I really talk about um, controlling the spaces that are more her spaces, modeling, taking... It's very easy to say, well, if he did all of these things, then it would be better. Well, then let's go look in your closet. It's the same conversation we just had. So there's this really magical thing that happens where when you start to account for what you can control in the home with kids, with a partner, with roommates, the energy tangibly shifts right all of a sudden the other people in the home are like what's going on what's the secret here and then they want to do it too Mm -hmm. so there's a lag time often if someone's resistant Mm -hmm. but i have so many people reach back out where um you know because you know well a lot of times we'll get more abundance flowing in the home more sex flowing in the home i'm really big on on sex magic and imprinting and so the husband's making more money having more sex and then he's like that feng shui girl can come over (laughs) whenever you want and then we can really go for it but don't push it do you model 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 same with there's the next question with kids right yes let's go to that so wendy asked how can we have feng shui organization with the six-year-old boy this is something obviously as a mother of two little ones Mm -hmm. that you can relate to on a deep level yeah, I think there was this French parenting book I read when I was pregnant. It's about declaring very firm boundaries and letting them be really free inside of those boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I love to do with the feng shui. We set it up um, where their beds are in good positions, their systems, everything has a home, but then give them a lot of ownership over the space. And I'll even, I don't like to do kids' rooms without their consent unless there's like a health thing or there's some, a safety thing. But it's really about building the muscle, incorporating them in the decision. Mm. Um, kids are, you know, they see energy so easily. They feel everything. So really involving them and and also building in, it's a really wonderful way to build in philanthropy as well. Mm-hmm. You know, put the extra toys in the car with your kids, drive them to your local shelter. They get that experience. And then positive reinforcement. Thank you so much for donating all of these toys that, you know, another child would love. Let's go to the toy store and get you one new thing. Mm-hmm. So it is it, it can be really fun work. And um, I'm rambling. I mean, I'm just so passionate about it. But I think building the muscle. But also if they have a strong opinion on something, it's their space. Yeah. And it's really, you know, it's up I want to them. go back to the the partner and yes. the, having the stuff. And yes, please. how do we. What is your tip for just inducing movement on trying to like get a get a space in order? Are you asking for a friend? I'm asking for <laughs> my own <laughs> in my own life and I feel like with this question like so many of us are like on that tip of clarity and yes. our partner might not be there yet. Well, can we use you as sure. an example cuz you both just emptied out your bedrooms pretty hardcore, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. Elizabeth is in relationship and yes you're calling one in yeah. right so what what was it like for joey when he came over in the bedroom was different i don't did i think he, he liked it i feel he, like boys are like cool he's like 
he, he I'm sure he noticed, but it was isn't something that he. I think he said it looked nice in here. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like it was like it wasn't anything much more than that. I mean, I'm a huge proponent of positive reinforcement. Yeah. So when I have clients, they're like, I really want a new bed. My husband wants to buy a bed. And they, we talk about the best, you know, wood bed, solid headboard, all these things. And then I'm like, fuck tonight. Like, fuck on the new bed. Mm-hmm. Imprint the bed. One, it gives the bed a mission. Yeah. You know, and then you don't have to be like, I'm fucking you because I got a new bed and my feng shui consultant told me to. Like, that's the antithesis of of the, the, point. the sex magic. Yeah. But really just building that positive reinforcement into it, infusing sensuality. When, And this is where I want everything to be... Um, just infused with ritual and rhythm and this kind of lyrical way of seeing the space. You're not emptying it out to punish yourself. You're emptying it out for it to feel really good. How are you moving around your space? What's going to happen in these openings? How are you going to anchor your days using the space? Is your question more about like though your partner's space? No, it was more like when, well, it was really around shared space, right? but you know, like, what if you're people, dating someone who you go to their house and you're like, oh, right. I can't be here. Well, then don't be there. I mean, right. I really don't. I think it gets to be everyone's decision. And this is where just being patient. Right. I can't tell. It's almost every couple I've worked with. I eventually hear back. OK, we cleaned out his closet this week. He so gets it. He's getting his car repaired. He can't drive that car to the business meetings when he's asking for investments. You know, he agreed. And I just like it to be a team decision. Like a right. lead by example. And it will kind of fall where it's supposed to in its own time. Yes. And it's but I also say it's really easy for me um, to be as um, dialed in as I am because my kids are young now and I don't live with a guy. Mm-hmm. So I get to say, but I'm already mentally preparing myself for eventual partnership and I'm not going to have everything 100% of the way I want it. My kids are going to get older. They're going to have strong opinions. I want everyone to feel at home, but this gets into where is your sacred space in the home? So many women don't give that to themselves. Mm. That should be on point. That is your refuge. You know, you have to literally control what you can control, create sacred space for yourself honor it and if you want everyone else to be doing this work you better start doing this work so maybe you're doing a little bit more of it than everyone else in the beginning but they need to see an example and they need to feel the results we don't do this work to have an organized house we do this work to have a life that's working right so once you start to do it and life starts working easier of course everyone wants an easier life so they're gonna want to do it too with that mm. partner conversation i mm-hmm. think you you, you kind of glazed over this but um ann says she's celebrating a new marriage and a new apartment mm. what does our home together need for communication and love so activating mm. those two aspects within the relationship that's really beautiful so when we look at the bagua if you go cross corner those cross corners anchor each other so for example she's talking about love a crossover, we get to wisdom. So I would say to Anne to really activate love and wisdom. And health is the middle of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Health is the heart center of the home. So if you're doing one, counterbalance it in the other and have those on point. Um, and I know there were some fertility questions. I think these are really excellent areas for fertility as well. So love and wisdom both happen to be earth elements. Okay. So really super earthy vibes, which sound just good for love and fertility anyways. So um, 
sculpture, plants in glazed terracotta pots, um, natural fibers from the earth, earthy color palettes, kind of Georgia O'Keeffe desert vibes, Mm. making there a clear flow where you can walk from wisdom to love without hitting any big blocks. Mm. Maybe there's a massive table in the middle and it's always felt off to you. And then you're like, oh, okay, I'm literally hitting a roadblock. Um, between love and communication. So Mm. that's where I really like to get into what's going on. I have a pretty in-depth intake on the site, and it's for these reasons. But um, I just think moving, uh, starting a new marriage, you really want to get clear on what's in the space. You should only have things you love. If that means you have two pieces of furniture, that's so much better than all of his bachelor stuff. And Mm -hmm. all of, you know, just really don't be afraid of the emptiness and I think that can be a really sexy time in relationship to just have a few simple things lots of space Mm -hmm. lots of time just to roll around together paint you know just make everything really easy and romantic instead of 20 like pieces of furniture vibrating on all of our past right lives oh and if you can a new bed for sure yes hold up we gotta, we gotta shout out one of our sponsors. Record scratch. We got a sponsor. No bragging, but it's cool. Her name is Lola. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not with me on that song. No, huh? I was with you. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm here. I love a tune. Okay, so Lola, a modern approach to feminine care. It's a female-founded company offering a line of organic tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. And condoms and lubricant for your additional personal care when it comes to sexual health. The thing I love about Lola, we've had Alexandra and Jordana, the founders of the company on the show, season one, that's a retrograde. Mm -hmm. And the the business really was conceptualized under the need for convenience. So having a subscription service that was going to deliver your feminine care needs to your door. But as the concept evolved, they became really involved in Uh, identifying what ingredients are going into these products because the way things are regulated now, brands don't need to be transparent about that. Mm -hmm. So they ask themselves, if we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use, why shouldn't the same be true for our feminine care products? And thus, Lola has evolved into a product range that is 100% natural and easy to feel good about. So no BS, no mystery fibers, no doubts about what's going in your body. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription and will deliver exactly what you need when you need it. So that's any variety of tampons and pads, wipes, condoms, lube. Their lubes and condoms are paraben-free, no harsh chemicals, no synthetics, no dyes, nothing that is not going to aid in the natural ecosystem of your vaginal health. And the subscription is fully customizable. You can choose a mix of the products, mix of the absorbency, number of boxes, frequency of delivery, and you can now mix your Lola sex products with your uh, period products. Wow, I love it. That's so amazing. So if you guys want to not worry about buying condoms or buying tampons or any of the above, go to mylola.com and use code retrograde40 for 40% off your first month of Lola subscription. Yeah, and I want to shout out quickly, and the Sex by Lola line has a uh, cleansing wipe that we mentioned, Mm -hmm. which interestingly enough is the first biodegradable all-natural wipe of its kind. They've thought of everything. Perfect for the midday refresh or... 
the post-sex cleanup. Yes, love it. I just it. said that. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> gynecologist approved and hypoallergenic. As Steph said, you head over to mylola.com. Use promo code retrograde40 for 40% off all subscriptions. Mm. Just namaste feeling prepared and good about what's going in your bod. pH balance. Namaste, Loli. <laughs> The next question is fabulously tied into that. So this person says, so the thing is, dot, dot, dot. I love how they're saying it like they know, like they're ashamed. So the thing is, dot, dot, dot. My bed is in my closet, dot, dot, dot. Is saving space killing my vibe? I mean, honey, I think we know the answer to this question. (laughs) This is where it's, I'll do almost anything to give someone a really luxurious but i think it infuses i mean sexual energy creates lives if you have a sexy space to sleep single not single sexually active not it doesn't matter it's just this zen moment it anchors your whole life i'm a highly practical person not in the bedroom i mean you should feel like a a, you know a fucking all-star in your bed you should love your sheets you should have you know yeah, clean. unless it feels like a cozy, like hideaway cabin in the closet that, like, well, it's just like what, like what a, is closeted? The closet is freaking me out. The closet I don't is just like such that. a metaphor. Yeah, it's just like I'm. If you want like highly pragmatic, practical tips, like I'm not your person. I'm like, how can we make this such a fun, you know, story for you to live into? Mm-hmm. And how do you really make that story authentic? But how are you moving through your life and? Where what are you putting on in the morning and where's where are you having your coffee and just really mapping out right. these moments like that evening stroll because I just am so concerned that we're not the life happens in our homes. But how big is your closet? Well, you my other it. question. <laughs> like what? But why is it there? Right. And this is where I would want to be like, why is it there? What's going on? You it know, almost and, feels and like hash it, out. it almost yeah. feels like not giving enough space to the most sacred time which is that of rest or to yourself right so yeah get that fucking bed out of the closet but um, let it keep us posted yeah um okay so then we have what do you think you're like not saying anything you're hesitant no i'm just you know if you're of course right of course take it out of the closet there's a time for everything but then it's okay to embrace it's okay to just also forgive yourself for it. people are like oh my god i can't believe i've been doing this and right it's like no 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 you're, you're changing it and if it's a if you're aware of it then you're starting to shine a light on it so then we talk about the shadow work in this space there's some shadow work and why is that set up that way embrace it forgive yourself set it up better and there's other ways to save space like i don't think saving space will is... get rid of all of your stuff right <laughs> now that i've done that i can say that <laughs> um this is interesting we got so many questions in this category what about placement of plants are there certain plants that are better or worse for your home this is from meredith um so i'll i'll give a very didactic answer here there's two really great places for plants and that's an abundance and family and these are wood Elements, So I would say, this is where I say, get a very woody plant. I want to see um, this, you know, like a palm, a palm feeling, a, a growing wood, because a lot of times people have wood furniture there, and that's fine, but that's not living wood. That's been cut down, sanded, painted, you know, assembled into furniture. Um, but a really woody plant does very well there. Mm. Also in love, health, and uh, wisdom, on those earth elements Mm -hmm. plants do wonderfully there stack the deck in love get two plants use a terracotta pot or a stoneware pot so we have lots of earth um 
The only place I really don't like plants um, is in Life Path because that's a water element. Interesting. And plants soak up water. So you're reducing the water. Almost everywhere else. I have so many plants on my front stoop. <laughs> but is we enter into... Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Fuck. I'm so proud of them. They're still alive. Well, again, like... <laughs> Life path. No, no, one, no one freak out here. Like, yeah. you know, you do what you want to do. Also, but if it's to to condo it, does it, if it sparks joy... It does. Then it makes me happy. You're proud. Okay. Fine. So, I mean... <laughs> I mean, this Bye, is Megan. where... No, but this is... I want everyone to do what they want to do. Right. But if it's nagging... If you're just like, why is this triggering me here and we can look at this would be a whole other conversation but at the cycles of creation and reduction mm-hmm. which material elements lead to others and this is where it gets like whoa sciency and deep and weird and um but i'd say plants are great plants are living um i think succulents and cacti can be really harsh but sometimes we want to feel very protected um and what else about what are your plants and i don't know if i don't remember if we covered this last time but a cactus in the home I think we did talk about it. I it just it it can be really harsh, but there's a, a rhyme and a reason for all of it. And a lot of feng shui is like only round leaf, only certain. I'm just like if it's very. I like bold geometric statements with plants. I'd rather you have some epic, huge plants who are really going to add that earth element, that wood element, than like a ton of little ones all over the place. So yeah. be really purposeful. And often those big plants do have you know, not perfectly round, soft leaves, but that's where I disagree with a, some some feng shui says that's cutting energy and that's... Okay, so I, we want to we want to keep it abundance. I feel like I made this more complicated. Family. No, 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 we got you. Okay. I feel you. Plants work really well almost everywhere except for right in the front center if they're soaking up your life force and you, and, you're, and you feel like, I'm not on my path, I'm confused, what am I supposed to be doing? And you've got five big plants there move them move them over to family in abundance and see what see what changes because those are wood elements or yeah i i just like them there i think i always say family first because of this idea of a family tree Mm -hmm. a money tree and in um it's my belief system that family is where everyday cash comes from and so i really like to stack the deck there we always have money for rent and groceries and gas and tuition and those things abundance is more of our long-term wealth so a lot of people will get crazy in their abundance corner they neglect family abundance is for maybe a little bit later in life when we're looking at um trust funds or vacation homes or the the bigger signs of abundance but i want to cover our bases in family first and i love that metaphor of a healthy growing um money tree a family tree Mm. so uh how can you have feng shui when your apartment sometimes doubles as an office? I feel like this is speaking the language of so many of the questions we got. Yes. Can you have separate spaces? I think it's really loving the pieces you have and making them multi-purpose and really getting into how do you transition from home and work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that mean you... Um, this is where it sounds like it's extra work, but once you get into the rhythm, it really helps you separate the two. Maybe that's you shut down your laptop, you put it in your desk drawer. Um, maybe it's you close the door of the office. This is so case specific, but we don't want it just to look like, then the space is very confused. If it's like office, home, everyone's on this one table, you've got to really set up 
I don't know, a routine for yourself. And this is where we're talking about you getting a new table. Mm -hmm. And we were saying, what if it was one gorgeous, epic table, this table you've envisioned for years and you work at it, but then you also can entertain at it. Well, you kind of try to do that with your desk now. Right, but the desk is the desk is going. Is going. I'm just saying, like that would make perfect sense. Yeah, but sense. the vision is like a beautiful dining table yeah. that doubles as a work table, that doubles as just a place to sit fuck and congregate. Table. A fuck table, of course. <laughs> I'm a big fan of having pieces that can do a lot of different things yeah. because we we're doing so much in our homes, especially if if it's a single person. You should be able to move these pieces, rearrange mm-hmm. them on your own, use them for different reasons. And this is where really utilizing our storage comes into place. So some people just look at me like I'm awful when I say, like, you would put your papers away at the end of the day and they would have right. a home in which to sit. Who wants that energy out when they're sleeping or eating or their date comes over right. and we've got bills totally. and our, think- our editorial calendar? It's just like sharing too much with the with the home office yeah. of, of it all you have there's just things you can't get around like there's the printer there's a paper shredder if we're dialed in um a you know like the taxes that we have to keep um you know system of. system systems okay. and really utilizing storage well i just did a consult last week they have this amazing apartment in new york city Um, They're using the second bedroom as an office. So the whole home had been beautifully decorated. The office was kind of an afterthought. Mm -hmm. And they were feeling that. There was some stagnation in getting new careers started up. And there were a lot of remnants of an old business still being stored there. And she said, I knew you were going to say this. So it's, again, like she already knew. So taking the time to to make the office feel as purposeful as the rest of the home. So it's really a place that she and her partner enjoy working within that's conducive to them working together. Um, and they do have that luxury of they get to shut the door at the end of the day and leave. And if they didn't, we would look at, well, where is all of this stuff living? Does that mean you have to do it every night? No, but if you're hosting a dinner party, it's nice to know that there is a place in your home where the printer can live and not be plugged in. Yeah. Just out there. Right. Right. Also, I feel like separating spaces, like with, I like for my home, you made me get that bamboo curtain. Yeah. Which was like my like private space versus I'm my so like into hanging public space. and private. Yeah. I thought that was so genius. And like now I do feel like when I walk in there, it's like more, like it's more sacred to me. And I don't have to be like, oh, sorry, don't look over there. That's where like I apply my face and like sleep. And then also I went into my friend's home and she had one of those like Chinese door things that was separating things. And I was like, oh, yeah, like there boundaries, are cute little ways to just create boundaries in a small space for yourself, too. We need to we really need to have times we can just turn off. Yeah. And I have a hard time just being in my space if I'm being visually triggered by all the things I should be doing. Right. Or when I don't have the same thing, if say you're a co-parent, just as an example, and when your kids aren't with you. You know, it'd be sad to see, you know, like life just paused. They left. So it's like, where do their things live? Putting that away. Now I'm going to transition from mom mode into business mode. Mm -hmm. And my space supports that. Does Mm -hmm. that mean I spend like an hour transitioning it? Yes, but I think it's well worth it because then the rest of the week I can be really clear. I can have those boundaries set up and I feel... I'm more invigorated to do what I need to take care of when they're not there. Right. You're not like staring at a sad like toy in the middle of your house. I know. Like two little unmade beds. Yeah. yeah. Sad. <laughs> I know. This but one's 
interesting because we're you, you talked about color and playing with color. So how do you properly feng shui a home that sticks to a limited color palette? I.e., those who use only white or taupe and one accent color throughout. Like a lot of times, if you're renting. They're yeah, very yeah. Uh, strict about what Not you can do with color. No kimono paint in your living room, for example. Um, <laughs> Sad. You know, this this comes back to we can stack the deck in feng shui with so many different categories. I want your home to look like your home, not a circus tent. So then use material elements here. Mm-hmm. Then don't factor in the color. But where there should be metal, have some nice hardcore metal. Where there should be earth, have some earth. Those, That's often more than enough. I want it to feel... I want the design to be on point for everybody. This is where I don't like the cures. I don't want you to look at your home as like it's some weird, you can't just be yourself in it. Right. But sometimes, like I have a client who needs to paint her kitchen cabinets anyway. So she's like, what color would work well here? Blue would work well there. Then she can muse on that with her designer, her painter. Does she have to paint it blue? No, but now she has another option. Or like get a blue painting. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just nice to know. But then even aligning the material elements is so strong and then making sure things are in the right position. Color's just one of many tools you can use. And also, I think lighting comes into play here really nicely where you can get like a a dimmer, like pinker bulb or like something with an orangier tint. Like you really turned me on to like light bulbs unlimited. (laughs) They have a website, too, where they just have like every light bulb option under the sun and then you can this that's is so good thing. for a rental to put your imprint on it to get fresh bulbs everywhere and i'm really into the ambient quality of light so we're here in the northern hemisphere going into fall winter so maybe you don't want those bright clear bulbs that felt really good in summer maybe we do want more of an amber tone and then there's just it feels cozier mm-hmm. changes the whole space what what a fucking Oof. dial in of of questions and There's answers so many places we could go here so many I feel um, like we're just a little scratching of the surface yeah so tell us um you have some exciting uh advancements in your offerings so tell us what's going yeah, on i mean this thing just ramped up in the spring so i'm having so much fun growing it and i love um you know i put a call out to everyone um a month ago about what what kind of content would really help them? And so I'm using on some kind of um, membership call and an e-course. Mm. And um, Elizabeth helped give me the language for the call. We're going to call it the dial-in. Mm. And it's going to launch in the new year. And it's going to be a place for you to really ask and get your questions answered. But also look at broader themes around space, sex, and style. How they all work together. How do you just kind of add this... Um, infuse this energy into your life and I don't really know what it'll be but I'm already really excited to to find out and and co-create it with everyone and um yeah this work is truly life-changing I'm in an interesting phase right now where I am very much clear and still clearing still getting rid of those things that just I wouldn't take with me on a move per se and um I feel, I have to say internally, I feel like there is space to bring on what's next in both my career, my relationship within my own self-advancement. And it's like, it's, I relate it directly to this work that we've done and it's just very powerful. And it's really about infusing consciousness that we talk about 
you know, through on various themes throughout the yes. show into your space. And it's powerful shit. I mean, the things happening in my clients' lives are just, I mean, literally, it brings me to my knees. I'm so excited. And so I want to just also really focus on the one-on-one work. And I've made it easier on my website to see what that looks like, to sign up. Um, so it's all right there if you're interested. You have changed our lives. Aww. And I'm so excited to see what you do next. And I want to thank you both so much for this opportunity and thank everyone who submitted all of their questions. Yes, and the questions you. that didn't get answered, I guess we'll get to in this um, yeah. in this dial-in call. Yes, cool more stuff. Shui to come, guys. We're going to do Shui check-ins. It's really important. All the damn day. Yeah. <laughs> um, Megan Wallace, James, thank you so, thank you. so much. This was fantastic. Namaste Shwang. Worst for first? Okay, I just have one thorn and I feel like you guys can make it better for me by tuning in to I Love You America Wednesdays on Hulu because I watched the Emmys last night and I'm just like not having SNL winning Outstanding Variety Sketch Series. Who cares? Who cares? We know what you are. You're mediocre at best. Can we talk about what Sarah did as soon as she realized that she didn't win? I'm obsessed. Literally. <laughs> I like the way that Tracy Morgan also said Saturday Night Live. It sounded like he was about to say Sarah. And I like got really I was like, yeah. And then they were like, no, Saturday Night Live. And I was like, then got really upset. And then I was like, fine. It's sad. Like, what's she going to do? And then all the entire like wrong of like SNL people which is like 50 people like walk by her and she fucking picks up her vape and hits her vape and blows like a huge vape cloud into the path of Lauren Michaels and I was like that's, that's the biggest flex so I've funny. ever seen it was so fucking funny I put the video on my Instagram because I'm so obsessed but honestly the show is equally as funny as it is poignant I just think she's having these conversations in such a beautiful uniting way and it's really tough to do that and also like maintain the level of humor humor that she's Mm -hmm. doing it with like it never edges into a territory that's like oh we're trying to make this funny but we're not it's just so fucking smart and i really encourage everyone to watch it so it's a thorn turn to a rose because i I love love you america it's on hulu it airs on wednesdays we're going to a taping tomorrow we are and what else are we doing going on tour we're going on a mini tour we're headed to connecticut september 22nd part of the weekend to thrive festival and then the next day we're going to be in brooklyn for our first ever live new york city show can't wait we've got alexander roxo joining us and a few other surprises um hope to see you all there and then we've got another little piece of news mm, what it's is the it? ultimate battle of the roses and thorns because we're gonna be on watch what happens live we're gonna be bartending on watch what happens live again i feel like i got a haircut i feel like every housewife before they goes on watch, go on watch what happens live they always get like a lob okay so i feel like my haircut signifies watch what happens live perfect it's it's I love so the symbiotic you know it so um september 25th i believe that's a tuesday check it out yeah what time does that show come on the air usually 10 okay tbd well it's happening tuesday the 25th at 10 p.m check us out we're reuniting with andy cohen 
and I don't know who else, but it's going to be it's funny. It's going to be a time. So um, thank you again to Megan Wallace-James. We love having her. And thank you to everybody for such insightful questions. Mm-hmm. It really helped fuel the show today, make it happen. Um, keep them coming. And keep them coming. We're always here for you. Send your questions. Please leave a review and a rating on iTunes. We would appreciate that. And um, hopefully we'll see you in Connecticut or New York. You can go to our Instagram or our website for tickets to both those things. Yep. Um, yeah. Namaste listening. Namaste listening. Yes, that's a retrograde.